Hey folks, this is Richard here. Um, about a month or two ago, I published a conversation that I had with Carl, who's starting a new community of practice, mutual aid community, micro solidarity congregation, something like that. And um, I recently joined one of the sessions that he was hosting with his new community and recorded a segment where he gave a really excellent presentation explaining how the community works, what are the points of engagement, what's the structure. Um, and there was also a contribution there from Leonie Smith about how they're using a socio-credit governance structure. So it's a pretty, I found it a really interesting and quite exciting explanation of the nitty gritty of how a community actually functions. So I've got permission to share it here. Um, this is the audio version. And if you want to find the video version, because it does have a slideshow that goes with it, just check the, the show notes that go along with this episode and you can watch it on YouTube instead. Please enjoy this presentation from Carl. Um, I'm going to share screen uh, a decent bit in the next 10 minutes or so because I think visuals will help frame what I'm going to share. I'll try to toggle a little bit between shared screen and looking at you all because that helps me and maybe helps you too. Um, but the intention is to offer a little bit of a menu of where those of us who choose to continue exploring together may choose to explore. And one of the things I want to make really clear, I mean, for one, is like, of course, we're all at choice. And not only are you at choice whether or not we continue exploring, but within continuing explore, there's a vast spectrum of degrees of engagement that are possible. And so what I'm going to present is kind of the whole menu, and I'm going to try to break it down. And you, you really can choose your adventure. <laughs> like, your adventure may consist of, like, a one hour pod call a month in the next, you know, for the next few months. Like that could be your adventure is, you know, like one hour a month. And somebody's adventure may be, Carl, let's work, you know, let's, let's get together and create a livelihood and create a, a source of livelihood for a team of people for the rest of our lives. Like that, I think that that full spectrum from my perspective is on the table. So um, and really you get to choose your adventure and hopefully the map and the menu that um, we're going to look at will give you a sense of the pathways to that adventure. Okay, so that said, I will start sharing screen. Do interrupt me if uh, you're not having an easy time following me. We are recording this though too. I might speak a little quickly <laughs> at times because I get both super excited and I'm trying to manage time. Um, but we, we can also slow it down as needed. Okay. All right. So this is a little, you know, you may be getting to know me and how much I seem to be enjoying slideshows these days. Uh, I seem to like slideshows. Okay. So the first slide is kind of the overview of where I'm imagining we might look a bit together. And so the overall container, as you see in blue, is uh, the Cultural Catalyst Network. And then we're going to look at these different sort of options of engagement within that container, um, within the container of the network. And you'll see the colors, and the colors are kind of intentional in that there are sort of degrees of engagement or different sort of, yeah, um, yeah, depths of engagement in a sense within the network. 
So we're going to start by looking at the overall container, the Cultural Catalyst Network itself. And I just wanted to um, sort of remind us of something, because I know one of the things that I've we've gotten some feedback on all along, and I think it's so helpful in life in general, is to keep grounding in why, why are we doing this again? Like, why are we doing TLP? And what is the Cultural Catalyst Network? And so this is actually um, a statement that was actually part of the slideshow introducing TLP at the beginning, but it seems worth revisiting. So Cultural Catalyst Network, we're called to come together with other people in community to attempt to take wise and courageous action to address the complex challenges of our time. Health crises, climate disruption, racism and nationalism, economic inequality, politic political divisiveness, species extinction, etc., in ways that create connection, heal separation, and serve the well-being of all life. We believe that engaging these polarizing challenges requires us to cultivate our capacity to hold multiple perspectives, ground our action in inner and interpersonal work, and cultivate an embodied understanding of our individual and collective trauma and oppression. Um, okay, so I'm gonna stop sharing for a moment because I just wanna pause on that to say everything that I'm gonna say from here on out is within the container of that intention. So that's, that's an attempt to articulate what is the overall purpose that we're aspiring to serve within the Cultural Catalyst Network. So everything from the pods to the uh, learning sessions, to the open space, to the project ecosystem, to the economic system, to the sociocratic governance is all intended to serve that purpose. How do we co-create? How do we contribute to a planet where all life is held with care? And where we look to do to address those injuries and to care for the healing of the planet in a way that creates connection rather than more separation. So that's the overall container. And so I'm, I'm kind of repeating it <laughs> with emphasis just to try to really frame everything else is within that container, okay? All right, I'm gonna go back to sharing screen. All right. Okay, so a little bit more about the, our vision for the Cultural Catalyst Network is for it to be a self-organizing global network of people aspiring to serve the well-being of all life. So um, what Rich has talked about, what we've read, what Frederick Laloux is talking about in Reinventing Organizations is, you know, refers to this concept of self-organizing. Um, and we, as I said in the opening to this presentation, really wanting everyone to recognize that we have choice and flexibility in our form and degree of involvement. And another aspect is that with these four weeks, we, are, we would like to invite those of you who choose to, and there's, we'll send out something to explain this more fully, but for those who want to step into becoming Cultural Catalyst Network Catalysts, which we can explain and has been actually um, we have actually a handbook for the Cultural Catalyst Network, which has been actually heavily inspired by Inspiral. Um, 
so which describes the role and responsibility of being a catalyst. But we, we would love to warmly, uh, warmly welcome and invite any of you who want to become catalysts to step into that role. And so more about that to come. And just a reminder that, again, one of the things that's distinctive about um, the approach of the Cultural Catalyst Network, then, is that we're attempting to integrate personal, interpersonal, and systemic transformation. Okay, so moving on to the next piece, then, what, what we've done in the last four weeks has largely been this focus on pods and pods and buddies and the community learning sessions. So we would love to see those continue for those of us who are drawn to continue with them. And so pods and buddies again are intended. What's the intention? The intention is to support connection and belonging, uh, emotional support and empathy, therapeutic practice, peer coaching, project collaboration. It doesn't mean that all of your pods and buddies need to fulfill all of those needs, but depending on what you're looking for, from your involvement with this network, these are some of the needs that it might fulfill. Again, all within the context of co-creating a world that works for all life. Um, and we invite folks to keep and or reorganize pods and buddies based on whichever criteria serve your intentions. Some of you may, some of us may be drawn to a project focus pod. So um, a pod focused around an event in Ireland and community of, of heart space, though yet to be named network, uh, which focuses on uh, racial healing and climate justice. Um, might be a project around an eco village or a transformational learning uh, center. So you could have a pod that's focused on that project. And actually one of the things we're developing is some pod documents that will support different focuses for different pods. Uh, you could also have a pod focused on geography or affinity identity. The community learning sessions, um, based again on feedback, we're imagining continuing them, but spacing them out, probably doing, uh, looking maybe initially at a rhythm of every other week instead of every week to give a little bit more breathing room and integration time. Um, and again, the purpose of the community learning sessions is to support integration of essential practices for personal, interpersonal, and systemic transformation. And this, I'll say more about this, but the sessions and facilitators, we're imagining them being selected by a curriculum circle with input from the entire community. And so uh, you will have the option, if you choose, to become a part of this uh, to see if you if it works for you to be a part of this curriculum circle, we're looking at a sociocratic um, process around that. So uh, we'll say more about that later. But the idea is that, and I'm gonna break out of looking just at a slide and see you all again. But the idea is um, that really anyone could propose themselves or someone else to facilitate a session. Anyone could, so anyone in the network can propose a subject or, and or a facilitator, and then the curriculum circle, which any of us could explore becoming a member of, will be trying, helping to design and shape that curriculum. And so we're looking to do that in a, uh, in a way that shares power, but that also like has people who are focused and dedicated on shaping a curriculum doing that. So again, in a teal, 
in a teal organizational way. Uh, I will keep going with the shared screen. Uh, oh, one last, last thing about this slide is I, I intentionally put this slide here to remind myself that we look forward to the day when the community learn sessions are not all online. Um, I, I look forward to the day when, uh, when we do in-person gatherings. Um, so as soon as that's reasonable to do, let's, let's do a, a CCN gathering in the Pacific Northwest. Let's do a CCN gathering in Ireland, in Asia, in, you know, you, you name it, different parts of the planet. Um, and that's something that we'd always been intending. In fact, TLP was going to be an in-person gathering in June in the Seattle area. And then we pivoted to online, but let's let's go back to in person as soon as possible. Okay, next. So beyond what we've done so far with pods and buddies and community learning sessions, we also want to, uh, for those who are interested in sort of moving beyond that, there's also open space sessions and project ecosystem. And fortunately, things like an example is Lucas uh, offered, has offered a couple uh, game playing sessions, which is a perfect use of the open space session. I'll say a little bit more about uh, all of that. So open space sessions, these are intended to support self-empowerment, self-organizing, leadership development, facilitation, practice, and feedback. Um, it can be offered by any community member. Um, we were thinking of these as alternating weeks, at least initially. Um, so there'll be the community learning sessions and then on alternating weeks would be the open space sessions and of course any time is a time for open space like lucas put something a half hour before this call um, and possible sessions these are not a, this is not an exhaustive list but there could be additional additional learning sessions project workshopping group process coaching any number of things um, so yeah, for example, I know that Marsha and Ruby from Hong Kong have talked about uh, maybe doing a, a thing on the work that reconnects. Uh, I think Donald had mentioned something about like really being excited to, you know, do more kind of connection uh, kinds of activities and such. So any anything is fair game could be opportunities for deeper interpersonal connection of all different kinds. Um, and then the project ecosystem. So this is where um, there's the opportunity for those of us who want to, to engage in deeper collaboration around life enriching social and ecological projects arising either from within or outside of CCN. So um, what we have imagined is in next week, there'll be a facilitated process to prepare for a week seven intention and project ecosystem session and in which each person will have up to four minutes to present a summary of their intentions, projects, requests, and or offerings. And again, I'm gonna not be in presentation mode so long and look at you all. But so the intention of that um, ecosystem session is for people anywhere on the spec, it could be you don't have a clear project, totally fine. You just show up to discover, get to know what other people are up to and maybe get inspired. Or maybe you wanna contribute and participate some way in somebody else's project. But it's also an intention ecosystem. So for example, my intention might be around, I really wanna heal my trauma. And I really wanna be doing a lot more work around my inner healing. <clears throat> so I'm just gonna share for a few minutes about that intention and then make some requests. Like I would love to find some other people 
who would enjoy focusing on like exchanging IFS sessions twice a week. And that would be really supportive to me. And what I'd love to offer is, you know, just like my heartfelt listening, like that's what I have to offer, you know? So it's like anywhere on the spectrum from personal work to interpersonal work to planetary work is welcome in that ecosystem. And we want to really disavow any of us from the belief that working on one scale is better than the other. It's like we all are needing to attend to what we need to attend to at different times. And so that ecosystem space is, is a, just a space for offers and requests in the community and, and just to let each other know what we're up to so that Jay Corrales in Oakland can learn about other people who are also interested in tiny homes and creating backyard refugees, refuges for people who are dealing with housing insecurity and like the vast like skyrocketing prices of, of real estate in, in Oakland or wherever you are on the planet. You know, and where's the synergy with your project? You know, so there could be a team of people looking at in-person, uh, creating in-person community, uh, any number of things. But so that's, that's a place where we'll get to know each other more fully on that level and find where the synergies are for all those levels of transformational work. Okay, I'll take a breath because I know I speak really fast sometimes. <sighs> Just so much I'm excited to explore with you. Okay, I'm gonna go back. I'm not taking the time to read all the chat, so if somebody sees a chat that I should really hear, feel free to interrupt me. Okay. And I just wanted to acknowledge some of the projects that have arisen um, largely outside, some actually two of them outside of CCN and then a couple sort of within CCN. So the yet to be named network I mentioned briefly before, we've got a number of people um, part of TLP who are part of this North American direct action movement um, looking at the intersection of climate justice and racial equity and healing. Um, the heart space community and gatherings in Ireland. Um, some of us are beginning to look at uh, the possibility of creating an IFS for people of color uh, training. Um, and there have been some conversations about a European transformational learning center, just to give some ideas of projects. And of course, intentions are also welcome. Okay, moving to the last part of this diagram, sociocratic governance and economic system. So this is for the, the people who are really excited <laughs> to dive deeper into self-organizing and collective governance. Um, so <clears throat> this is to support self-organization, collective intelligence, and shared power. Um, it's, it's definitely optional, but we want you all to know that if you choose to be a part of the Cultural Catalyst Network, you're welcome to explore becoming more engaged in something like what's called a general circle. Um, and then we're imagining a curriculum circle forming. Um, and actually, Leonie, can I hand it over to you? Want to speak again briefly to sure. just a little bit what, what, what we mean by that? Sure. So, think you're welcome. <laughs> Essentially, um, as Carl mentioned, that um, we're going to, we're right now looking for members to join the general circle whose immediate task or first task will be to support the digestion of the learning that come, has come from 
our time together. And then to, um, it will um, split itself um, in whatever way that it determines, as Carl suggested that there's likely to be a curriculum um, circle, but that will uh, be affirmed by the general circle. Um, and essentially what we have done is created a document that um, describes what the role is and the responsibilities, which I'm gonna share here now. And I'm also going to share my screen to show the document as well. Um, so we're, we're, look, we're recruiting general circle members. Um, there's a term end date, but that will ultimately be determined by the, are you seeing the role description now? Okay. Um, and the responsibilities would be, to, there's gonna be a series of, of meetings. We're looking to have those meetings between eight uh, um, 8 and 2100 Pacific time. Um, and the invitation is for you to take a closer look at this document to see whether or not um, there is a possibility for you to join the general circle member, uh, join as a general circle member. And then what we are doing is we are inviting you to update your when is good survey, the survey that was sent to you by Carl prior to are starting this cohort, and then also to indicate your interests in the member list. So you would just go to the member list document, which has been referenced here and is available in the key information document. And there's a, there's a K column, and in the K column, you would just put in a few words about why um, you would like to be considered to be a general circle member, and then we're closing that off by 1700 hours on May 27th. So that's essentially the process that we have initiated so far. Is there more that you want to hear from me, Carl, or is, will that do? That was wonderful. Thanks so much, Leonie. Okay, all right. I'm gonna figure out how to, there we go. Stop share. Thanks so much. Okay, so I'm almost done and we'll have a little space to digest and reflect too before we finish the call. I'm just going to share screen again for our last couple of slides. Um, so yeah, so the as Leonie said, the, the invitation um, here is to, you don't need to be um, familiar yet with sociocracy in order to um, explore becoming a part of the general circle. You'll, but you can learn as you go, but it's a powerful way to, um, look at governance and decision-making in a way that honors everyone's voice and uh, uses consent rather than, rather than consensus, which is an interesting distinction. Um, and last but not least is economic system. I know that you know, we did not get, uh, we did not end up spending as much time in the first four weeks explicitly articulating this piece. We, we thought it would be good to focus on some other pieces first, given some limited time. Uh, but really excited for those of us, particularly those of us who are in, wanting to, that we do some exploration around supporting uh, life enriching resource flows, mutual aid and economic justice. There's a whole lot of experiments we can be doing, um, initiatives including reparations, basically particularly in let's say places like North America, but also there are probably examples all over the planet that I'm most familiar with in North America, really addressing the stolen land of native peoples and the enslavement of people from Africa and 
um, how do we begin to even take steps toward um, addressing those harms um, in both economic and other ways, um, but also forms of community resource mapping, uh, looking at and experimenting with cooperative economics, alternative currencies, gift economics. Rich has actually shared some really cool resources uh, with me that, that folks in the other micro-solidarity efforts have been using as well. So lots that we can do there. So just returning to this final slide to say, this is the whole kind of network that uh, we're inviting you all into exploring together. And again, it's, it's choose your own adventure, choose your own degree of engagement um, within that map. <sighs> I'm gonna take a breath and and Rich, maybe you can even help me out in terms of like helping uh, remind me of where we thought we might go from here. I'm just gonna say one thing first is to say, um, the intention with opening this up, like create, like for those of you who are less familiar, especially with self-organizing, like the intention behind this is many things. I mean, one is like to, to open source this, adventure together is partially it's like it's what we believe is the path to creating the world that works for all we believe that we need to embody different relationships to power and resources and that we need to we need to live it together we can't just talk about it we can't just read about it we actually have to live shared power and we've done it imperfectly in the past four weeks like leonie marcia amy and i on our team boy like we learn together about like how my unconscious white male privilege like is evidence you know prolifically evident in terms of you know my unconsciousness and the impact so we need to really get into the muck together and have platforms that support us to live into something different together. And so this, um, this idea of a self-organizing network where people choose their forms of engagement um, is really sort of our attempt to try to walk the talk. And especially like to me, actually, the last pieces are where I get really excited. Like when we look at governance and economics, like that's when we're really getting at the underlying workings of capitalism and domination culture. And I know that not everybody has the bandwidth to be doing all of that right now. So we want to create a, a, you know, a range of options. The other reason why we're doing this is like, frankly, <laughs> doing it the way even we've done these past four weeks economically is not energetically or economically sustainable for us <laughs> you know it's like I, I i've loved the past four weeks i've done it's like been a passionate love and and i can't keep it up <laughs> you know i couldn't keep it up even if i was paid a huge salary to keep it keep it up and and so like we're, we also want to be experimenting with something that is where we're all taking responsibility for our part whether it's small or large in the co-creation of community. So I just want to give that bit of context as well. <sighs>